0: I just want to put an asterisk by this episode that that this th- do not listen to this episode for any actual salient advice on hurricanes. <laughs> everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. This is now season three, episode what? Three. Season three, episode three. Look at that. It's the three, three. It's not episode four. It's, we didn't do one last month. We took, we took a month off. All in all, this is now our 27th episode. I am Matt, and with us today is Jillian and Kristen, and of course, our engineer and director, David Charles Guggenheim. Everybody say hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. So, um, so the subject of today's podcast is hurricane prep.
1: So let's introduce the 2021 Atlantic hurricane season prediction: is 16 named storms, seven hurricanes, and three major, which sounds about average compared to what we've had the last several years. So sounds about hard. What's, what's
0: the name of the first storm? A.
2: Alejandro. Is it?
0: David did his research.
2: No, I just I just came up with that. (laughs) Did you? (laughs) That's amazing. No, she's goofing on us. It's not Alejandro.
1: Anna. Anna will be the first storm name.
3: Anna and Bill. Alejandro. The talk is now that hurricane season normally starts in June, June 1st, and it goes to November 31st. Mm-hmm. And this year, I don't know if it's official yet, but they were discussing moving it up to May first.
0: So who's we, they? Huh? Who's they? You said the they people. were discussing the, people. The, people. the National Hurricane Center, the people that are in charge. So they're thinking of starting it earlier this year.
3: They are, yeah, May first. So oh, um, this gives us a little time. Well, no, it's always good to prepare oh. early. Time to prepare. Right. So, um, yeah. So, Christine, how do you feel
0: about how do, how do you feel about a, a longer hurricane season?
3: She loves it.
1: I don't
3: love it. You do. Kristen's favorite holiday season is hurricane season.
0: <laughs> no. It is. Do you have, a, do you have an ulcer yet, Kristen?
3: No. For anybody who's not privy to what happens during hurricane season with Kristen, trademark. Um, as soon as it starts, she's on the weather app 24 seven and will let us know if anything is happening. So if you'd like to join our message group, and enjoy the joy of it we can arrange that for you we'll get in. we'll get into you know we'll get into your specifics later so
0: i know but- i know for me i lived in the new york area lived in los angeles and came to miami and teaching at um and literally i don't know it was like the second week of school i know nobody except for a couple of colleagues i'm driving a little two-seater convertible. And on my way home is when the, the first wave of the hurricane hit and it blew out my engine and I had nobody to come and rescue me. That was my first hurricane. And, um, and I had no hurricane shutters, no protection on my, 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 my home at all. And behind me, the shingles of the house were peeling off of the, of the house behind me and they were shooting through my Florida room and sticking in my wall. That was my introduction to my first hurricane.
2: That's good. Well, that'll yeah. teach you to take it seriously. I mean, a lot of people do do not.
0: Yeah. Thanks,
2: Dad. Yeah.
0: So
3: <laughs> so David, David has one tip for preparing for hurricane season. David, go ahead. What's your tip? Stock up on water. Right. <laughs> That's all he's got.
0: <laughs> I don't buy into that. I have I have stocked up on water and I for for a number of years and now I refuse to do it.
3: Well, here's the thing. If is you it, is it good we're, we're all on wells, so unlike right. city water, we the water stops. So if you have a generator, you don't need to really stock up on water. Right. Unless your generator runs out of gas and then you need water. So no matter what Matt says, Stock up on water. It doesn't have to be a ton of water. I actually just and not everybody has a generator. Right. And, and you should have it, water.
0: We've looked into it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like she's like staring me down, man. This is like gunfight at the okay Corral. We're looking into it.
3: And what that means is Kim Kim wants a generator. David doesn't want to buy one. And Kim might be in the background. And he's like, shut up, stop talking. No, we
2: we that. had a uh, we had a generator uh, that we purchased. It was just the hookup was very expensive.
3: What oh, the what whole we- house? Yeah.
2: Hookup? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Should we talk about our generators? Because yeah. we have a whole house generator that runs on propane. We have a 500 gallon tank, which I top off before season because that's a prep thing. Matt's generator. 't your hookup wasn't expensive but he has you are, well, your. well tell about your generator house.
0: I, I have no idea how, how expensive or inexpensive it was. All I need is some gasoline to put in my generator and then I just plug it into my house and I flip a switch and I have it rigged that I mean it runs pretty much everything you know uh, air conditioning, refrigerator and pump. So, so David doesn't have a generator. Jill, no. you have a, a whole house propane generator. I have a whole house gasoline generator. And Kristen, you just run like hell. You just bug no, out. What
1: you have, we don't have the power generator to do the AC at the moment, but we are getting one that will. But right now we have enough power from our generator to at least put a window unit in the master bedroom so that we keep at least everybody cool in one area
0: right because you got all those dogs
1: yes you gotta yeah, make sure dogs. that
0: you gotta make sure that your 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 little bean is is cool yeah. enough right
1: or that my english bulldog doesn't overheat yeah
2: well that, isn't it a thing where some where at least one person dies a year because they bring their generator inside the house and they just, it.
3: they deserve yeah, that
2: they deserve it that's, that's, that's just natural stupid. selection
3: which brings us to our next hurricane tip this do not is... put your generator running inside your garage because you. you're going to die of carbon monoxide poisoning. Just don't do it. Don't do but it. Yeah, you no. Know, I think the statistics are a little higher on that. But, um oh, I have, okay, so my other thing, which I love because um Molly will not pee or poo on anything but grass or gravel. She will not go on cement or anything of the like because she's a dainty little thing. So... I go up to bushel stop and I get two, um two things of sod and I put it down inside the garage because, you know, if it's a day or so, um, she will not comfortably go. And the grass Even is a day or so. Overnight, That's when it's personal. really bad, uh-huh. more than 10 hours, she will not go. So it makes mommy feel better that there's grass available if she has to go in the middle of something. Just because you don't, you're abusive. No, I fell
0: for this. You 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 t- you told me to do this like two years ago, and I did it. Uh-huh. And and my dog was just in no way gonna go into the garage onto this little green patch and say that's where that's where I'm gonna do my business. And and I mean, I have you know accordion shutters that we shut, and and in, and I shut all of them except for the back. And I would say, without fail, pretty much for every storm, the most that those have been closed is maybe four hours. And if you've got a dog that can't hold it for four hours, you, you're you going to need to have a talk with your dog. She
3: can hold it for four hours. But the problem with our house is, A, we don't have accordion shutters. So the only way out for us is through the garage. And because we have the giant driveway, it means I have to take her all the way around the side of the house from the front in the grass. And it makes me feel better to know as a precaution, if it happens to be the time she has to go, but you don't have to do it.
2: I just wanted to be known on the record that we're talking about where your dog's pooping before we talk about food.
3: Yeah, food doesn't matter because it's all snacks and you eat them all watching the news anyway, and then there's right. no snacks left.
0: So what? So, so, and it's polar opposites. It's either the snacks that you're going to down before the storm either even comes or it's stuff that you would never eat. Anyway, it's like, oh, let's get 18 cans of, you know, beefaroni. Yes. Mm-hmm. And hey, wait, unless you're Matt's
3: wife and then it's not beefaroni, it's SpaghettiOs. SpaghettiOs. And she does. She does. There's eat a that, different so. There's
2: a there's quality control in SpaghettiOs. Yeah. The but finer. the issue, the issue is if you wait to the last minute when everyone else is going to Publix or Aldi or, or, or wherever to, to stack up on snacks you're going to be left with the the dregs, the snack, mushroom soup, oh. cream of mushroom soup is what you're going to be eating during. So it makes sense to prepare to buy your right. snacks now early.
3: Yeah. Buy Ooh. them early. They have a shelf life of what, 40 years anyway. But no, that's a good that really is a good thing. And then you wind up anyway, psychologically buying crap like the world is going to end. And, and I need to get these cans of sardines that I will never eat. I have never eaten, I don't really get cans of sardines. Back
1: to Molly, don't forget when you're buying your food to buy your dog's food. I always end up around hurricane season, going ahead and putting in a double order of dog food uh, right at the beginning. So that I'm always at least about three weeks in with the dog food.
3: Yeah, and again, Maddie, you know, it's only four hours before you can go to the store according to him or P. But you never know if deliveries, you know, Hurricane Sandy was not
0: fun um, where it was three weeks before, well, you, you know, could we're also not, you know, everybody's not like you Jill that doesn't have anything in their freezer.
3: Well, okay. So yeah. <laughs> so that's the other problem in our houses. We kind of buy everything daily because um, it's just how we do things. And Mike has an aversion to frozen foods. Cause I don't know. He thinks there's frostbite on everything. So I share it's very funny when we actually need to, when a storm just, is coming because we have no idea what to buy. You know, like we really don't.
2: He doesn't like canned goods. Oh, no, no.
3: He doesn't. The only thing he'll eat, which we actually eat a lot is canned chicken. Like he'll make chicken salad out of that. So, but I always keep that in the house anyway, which I guess is the next tip. Whatever you normally
0: get, get extra of, right? Especially if it's canned chicken. Mm-hmm. And Pringles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get Pringles are very chicken very and Pringles. And then make
1: sure you have the cooking apparatuses to cook whatever it is that you keep. So yep, we have a toaster oven that I use to bake stuff. And so since that runs off a 110, the generator has no problem with it.
3: Right. And I have, you know, you know when you go to the, when you go to the buffets and they have those little propane they are their butane, the little, like how they make an omelet on a, at a buffet line or a cruise ship. We have a little portable one of those and, Uh, The hardware store has them. Um, They run a little butane cans. So we've used that for an extra burner or if we're barbecuing, we'll throw that outside. But that's perfect. I got one for my in-laws because they have all electric and no generator. And that got them through when their power was out for a couple of days. So they're maybe 20 bucks. So that's a really handy thing to have around. And if you and if you don't have a generator, you better have a, a way of making coffee without you know, your normal method. So French press. Instant. Instant French. Oh, no, <laughs> that's not coffee. There's nothing, there's nothing
0: wrong with instant coffee.
3: Well, if it's elite, it's good, but not regular instant coffee. That's not coffee.
0: Easter's David, choice.
3: David, what's your favorite yeah. hurricane snack that you never buy? And the thing that goes first?
2: Well, it's not a snack, but the hurricane. Well, and I've heard this is a bad idea. But I, I bought last year, I bought the hurricane candles. I bought a bunch of candles in, ca- in case the power goes out. But apparently the, the candles lead to uh, your house burning down during a. Only if you're an idiot. Well, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. I'm I'm supporting the idiot coalition. Will, what do you do? I-
3: Take your candle, put it down in the garage where your generator is going with the door closed and yes. then knock over the candle.
2: What's wrong with that?
3: You're going to get the Darwin Awards. Oh, you have kids already. You're not eligible. So, Nat, Nat, what do you get? A case of bugles.
0: Uh, honest to God, I don't. I don't really. I don't really have a go-to junk food.
3: Okay, if you were trapped in your house for a week, yeah, and you could only have one snack, wouldn't it? It would be
0: bugles, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't be bugles bugles. in years. Funyuns. Bugles. Isn't that kind of
3: what COVID's been like? Funyuns, have- now you're was- talking. No, see, funyuns. it was Funyuns and I had bugles in my head. Because- no, but I, I do
0: low carb now, so, you know, it would probably be yeah, like beef Yeah, but you're probably
3: going to die after the hurricane anyway, so just eat the I, Funyuns. Well, why would you say that? Because I want you to eat Funyuns.
0: Apparently you want me to die, but you're not alone. In your garage with David burning why would david be in my garage for a hurricane because he his doesn't have a generator be, and he, he has his own family to worry about that's right I, i'm getting himself. out of
2: dodge I, if it gets anywhere close to here i'm out of dodge really like okay what so category? let's category like a category let, three are you leaving i had a great time when last time we, we fled so Kristen is the prime example of why you don't flee <laughs> why would you not flee? fleeing is always the right solution
1: Two or three times that I flee, the freaking storm came right back
2: behind
3: me. We, we actually Fled. like when she gets out that's of Dodge because we know necessary. nothing's going to happen to us. It's going to follow her.
2: I, her. I have on my phone, I have Kristen alerts that come in every hour or so, and I just see where she is. And I go Life where she 360. Is. She's just, hitting Orlando. Hit unsubscribe.
0: just hit unsubscribe. It's so much easier. What's your what's your go to Food. Obviously, Mike's is canned chicken. Um,
3: no, that's just a snacky thing. Uh, of course, I must eat all the ice cream that I have hoarded in my freezer, not because it's going to melt. But that would be um, Publix brand uh, chocolate mousse tracks is my go to. And I could just eat the half gallon with a spoon right out of the container because Mike doesn't No canned food. Now, no chocolate. No, yeah, we don't really eat canned food. I mean, we have all the staples we just eat. what I don't know. Plus, my in-laws usually come over because they don't have a generator and they live on the water. But they come over here. And then my, my father-in-law, actually, we had a really fun hurricane. Um, it was joyful. So my in-laws were here. My dad and his girlfriend were here. And Maddie and Warren came over. Um, and my father-in-law cooked. Yeah, you're dead. Know, what like was it the like, like the a seven-course dinner in the middle of the. Yeah, my dad was like bitching. I'm like, go back to Boca with your girlfriend and none of your hurricane shutters. And didn't he break your bathroom while he was there? He broke my bathroom. So we had, we had just put in a new toilet paper holder and he um, apparently grabbed that to stand up with and ripped all the (laughs) sheetrock out of the wall and then didn't say anything about it. My dad was the honey badger really didn't care about anything. I happened to go into Mike's bathroom and I go out and I was like, "Uh, dad, did you want to tell me you ripped the, the wall apart and he went, you know, I'm not the only one in that room because we had given him and his girlfriend our room so they wouldn't have to go upstairs. So he tried to throw his girlfriend under the bus who had, she was like, yeah, no. So not.
2: That's nice. Yeah. It's a lot to, uh, here's my question. What do you do with the outs, uh, the stuff outside, the, the pots, the, the. All right. So so
0: wait a second. (laughs) Cheers. Okay. So first, don't so, don't marry. So my, yeah, my, don't my marry Michelle. Has tons and tons. I'll say it of crap outside. You know things in little planters and this and and just like and he's not exact things and gargoyles and stone. Yeah, toes. yeah. And and um, and and for like two years, she would you know get all whipped up and 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 I would have to move everything to you know my my big shed, and. You know, you're not going immediately after. Yes, very angrily I would do that. I would do angrily. You know, a lot of huffing and I can't believe I'm
1: soon as, as soon as the storm passed, that you want it all back? No, no, it's no. Right Here's like, the
0: thing. You know, the storm passes definitely. and you got a saturated yard, so you can't put it out there. So it's probably gonna be about a week. And then you go into the shed and it smells god awful because these plants haven't gotten any light or water. It's humid, yeah. it's it just stinks. And then you got to schlep it all back. Only for like another week later, there's another threat of a hurricane. So um, about two years ago, she said, well, are we going to do this? And I said, nope. I just noped my ass right out of this whole thing. I said, this is just not going to happen. Whatever survives is meant to stay. And whatever doesn't, that's life. Everything was fine. I mean, you know, I didn't leave like, <clears throat> shovels or anything yep. that was gonna You know we're gonna go through the thing I did that kind of stuff But like Yeah well left
2: You left know, the pickaxe uh, I, I, I didn't you know hey, I, I did yeah. not go nuts
0: at all And I never will again
2: But you, you were But you were telling us at the beginning of the podcast That uh, and the only thing... shingles can be Dangerous objects well, given I, didn't, a I had a Florida room in
0: Miami That was all glass and shingles? had no protection I've got accordion shutters I shut up the house it's you know it's like a tomb, which is exactly the way I prefer living anyway. Um, I actually you have keep, a hip roof. What's that? Do
1: you have a hip roof?
0: I got a really hip roof. Cool. It is. It is cool. It's um uh and and you know but you know l- listen the planter is not going to be what I'm going to worry about if the house is not going to get destroyed from the planter and the worst that's going to happen is the planter will be destroyed and that's life. It's um, your
1: next door's neighbors coconuts that are the problem.
0: Yeah, it's you know the coconuts that that you know are on a tree, but you know you
2: can't control but you your can't, neighbors. Yeah, you Not can't control
3: your neighbors, so it's. <laughs> and then what we are our, our um mm-hmm. our patio furniture is like mesh. It's on the lighter side, um, so we. Uh, our back patio, the hurricane shutters go around the patio out. So we have room in there and we just roll everything yeah, I mean, into you know, that you, little you, area. You do what you can. I mean, there live are, there are there, people that, that
0: can that have take their solace in packing up everything. And I mean, that th- it's it's crazy um, and good for them if that's where they get their sanity. I can't do that anymore. Um, you know, I'm not bringing I'm not bringing the orchids in the house. Sorry, that's 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 not going to happen. I'm not going to have a bathroom full nope. of orchids.
1: You'll find if you put things like the patio furniture and stuff, if if you don't have something like Jillian's talking about um, up close, up against the house, the wind has a tendency to go around the house and creates little pockets of Wait, you're saying that the wind doesn't
0: go through the house? It actually goes around the house?
1: It usually goes around. Okay. So for instance, even in our front, the way we have a little cove where our front door is, in the middle of a not nice hurricane, we can actually let the dogs out to go on the rocks because the wind just doesn't come in that way. So, yeah, but even if it comes from the other direction, depending on which way, yeah.
0: Depends if you're on the sloppy side of the storm, you know, if you're on that sloppy side.
1: So a lot of people, I'm sure, find, you know, putting things Tight, tightly up against the house is usually uh, sufficient enough to protect. Yeah, I,
0: I mean, I'm not going to leave like random bricks, you know, out in my yard um, and stuff <laughs> like that. I, I, I am going to take, you know, the the lighter stuff that is easily, you know, I'll go around the yard, yard once or twice, uh, you know, with, with the, the lawnmower tractor and I'll fill it up twice. That'll go into the into the shed and and that's it. I'm calling it a day. I'm getting my Funyuns, you know, and and that's going to be it. I'm going to watch the storm. Um, I don't slit any of my, my enclosure uh, screens. I, I, there are times where I want to slit my wrist, wrist, but um, no, I don't, I don't slit my screens on my enclosure. Um, I know that there are people that do that. Um, I, I, I don't.
3: Well, and that's also dependent on how bad, I mean, if, if there's a category four or a five coming, you won't, you might want to do it. And what we did, I forget which one was going to, you know, going to be bad and turned out not. We just took, we have four doors in our enclosure and Mike just unscrewed the doors and we took the doors out, which is enough airflow like the screen. And in the end, Look, everything uh, was fine. Odds are I'm going to lose a screen to
0: anyway, and then blow you know, off with, anyway. with a palm frond or something going through it. And and it's not like they're yep. brand new that they have the most, you know, resistant, you know, they're, they're going to, they're going to probably, you know, take a powder anyway. I always know which ones are old and crusty. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's like, oh, that one, that was old. What else? Well,
3: what
2: else? Say, so like, let's, let's TV talk about. So that
1: you are in the know of what's going on. I always.
2: If you you're Chris, well, just like, text you
1: Kristen. You TV. the HD antenna. And then we also have, you know, the internet based TV. So while you still have power and the internet hasn't bogged out on you, everything's great. And then the storm comes and you lose power. And even when the pa- when you put your generator back on, obviously that doesn't mean your internet's going back on. So then I like to hook up to the um, have the HD antenna TV, so you could at least get the local news. It keeps you sane to kind of see.
0: Keeps, wait, did you just say keeps you sane? <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually, a, a lot. Along that thought, I I will tell you that one of the greatest things that I've done, because usually you will lose power well before the cable goes out. So if you have a UPS backup, um, you know, one of those little little battery backups, put it on your modem, put it on your router, and you're still going to be able to have your Internet so you can hook up your phones or your laptop um, you know, anything that runs on batteries. And, and it's not like you're powering something that has a motor, a modem and a, and a, and a, and a router don't use all that much electricity. So if you have a decent UPS battery backup, it'll work for hours and hours and keep you up and running on the internet.
1: So talking about water storage, you should fill if you have tubs or people have pools, at least that you use to flush your toilets until you get your water system back up and going.
2: That's a good tip. Yeah. Well, fuel up your your vehicle as well. You don't wanna be having a problem and then not be able to get where you're going. Like Kristen trying
0: to get to Orlando. Uh, didn't, didn't you just like traffic. bug out one time and you went to like Orlando and then it was going to hit Orlando and then you were going to go to like Jacksonville and it was going to hit Jacksonville. And like followed your ass all the way up there.
1: I went one year up to Jacksonville and Hurricane Francis came through and it literally hugged the coast. So I couldn't leave Jacksonville to come back and had to stay up there when it came through. Did you cry? No, not at all. But We had a lot of tornado warnings, which were a little freaky. Yeah. Um, we were on the dirty side of the storm.
0: Yeah, and you're then on the sloppy side of the storm.
1: Hurricane Irma, when it was showing that it was literally coming up Alexander Run as a Category Four, um, I left and went to Orlando. Orlando, we went to Disney the next day. Of course you the did. The storm was moving very slowly. Um, Disney was completely <laughs> empty.
0: Welcome to so the that Tragic Kingdom. Fun.
1: Tragic Kingdom, and then we came home. And we ate dinner and then all hell broke loose because it literally came up pretty close to where we were. As a, I think it was a category two. And my parents had just built a new home. Um, so the house was new, but at the same time, they don't do the hurricane prep that they do down here. So it was freaky watching the storm go through at 10 o'clock at night and lost power immediately. and. I had two dogs, a kid. And then the next morning I took my life in my own hands and went out against curfew and drove back
0: home because wow. we had the generator here. You are a renegade.
3: I would like to, for the record, I did not say I told you so. Maybe. I might have said it a lot.
0: <laughs> but I feel like, you know, if you've lived any substantial time in South Florida, you've got your own hurricane stories, right? Yeah. Um, and your neighbors uh, have, have theirs. And if you've just moved in, Sure.
3: I'll give you, can I give you a neighbor? Okay. So my neighbor Bill behind us um, was very good friends with the owners of this house. And we have a very large screen enclosure and very large. And I I was the first storm we were in the house. I was very concerned about the screen enclosure because it was the only thing at the time I didn't have insured. So I was fine till like two hours before. And then I was like, oh crap. And I love Bill and the storm was fine. And then he decided at eight o'clock the next morning to text me a picture of when the enclosure came crumbling on itself back in Francis or Jean. I forget which it's since been reinforced to 140 miles an hour and all of that. But I was like, really? You said luckily he didn't send it to me right before it hit. Cause I would have been That's nice. a little upset, but now, yeah. So now he just texts me that picture every storm.
1: Don't forget it's, this. I just know from, you know, as far as preparedness here is concerned, from years of experience with storms down in the Southern Palm Beach County area in Broward, that um, quite a few times the the forecast has been incorrect, which has been good. And a couple times it was a lot worse than they said it was gonna be. And um, so it's always, you know, good to err on the side of caution, obviously. Um, we usually, Don't put our shutters up here if it's a tropical storm, but once it looks like it's gonna be a category one, we don't have that many windows. It's not that hard to put them up. We always put them up because when we were down in um, Wilma and Pompano, they said it would be a tropical storm when it came through on the uh, east side. It ended up being a category three. And I had a feeling the night before and made my husband put up the shutters just to be safe, just didn't feel confident about it. And luckily we did because we had quite a bit of damage outside and around. So it's, you know, if it's not the end of the world to do some of the preparations, it's definitely worth it. Even if it seems like it's being a little bit over cautious because I'd rather do that than be surprised.
0: I, I, I think for me, you know, so before I moved to South Florida, lived in California, you don't get any warning for an earthquake. Just kind of happens and you deal with it right then and there, it's, it's very immediate. What struck me as being incredibly odd with a hurricane is that, you know, it's kind of on its way to you over a week in advance. And, you know, you start watching the cones. And then, you know, five days, and it's still kind of beating down on you. Okay. And then you realize that, okay, it's gunning for you. It's, it's, it's going to hit somewhere, and every day you're, that you're still not – it out of that cone it's it's more likely that you're going to have to do the prep so you know you have this whole kind of hey you hear about that hur- the hurricane that's on its way yeah 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 and then as it gets closer people start getting a little bit more edgy and then about four and a, well not even four three days before the storm the stores are absolutely friggin nuts right and the shelves are bare the the second day people are are doing all the stuff around their house you know, as as it gets getting closer, they're putting up their 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 shutters, and then the day before, it's just eerily calm. There's nobody on the streets. There's nobody anywhere. A couple of people as it's starting to whip yeah, okay. up. The skies usually are clear and beautiful because they're all the cloud cover is getting sucked into the eye of the hurricane a thousand miles away, and it's just and then. It, it looms and you're all just kind of your butthole kind of tightens and you're just waiting for it, waiting for it. It's like you're at the top of that roller coaster. Ready, ready, and... But
1: look at look at Dorian. Dorian came I'm not incredibly gonna look at Dorian. close. I don't even know who
0: Dorian
2: is.
1: Her and Dorian, a few years ago, came incredibly close. It was a Category 5 that destroyed Gray. the Bahamas. Him. Right. It was literally coming east... And somehow this giant storm came to a complete halt and then went directly north. It was probably 50 miles off the coast. Um, It sat
0: on the Bahamas. It sat on the Bahamas for like two days. It's like the poor Yucatan Peninsula. You know, you always see the hurricanes that dip into the the Gulf if they go too far east. They end up just pissing all over the Yucatan Peninsula for like days and days and days. Thank you for the lead-in, Matt. Right. So I lived in
3: the Yucatan Peninsula for eight years. And I – thank you, Matt. Um, and I had a 100-bed hostel. So I had 118-year-olds from around the world that had never been out of their mom's house. Um, and Wilma hung over for days, days and days and days. Um, and thankfully, really? um, Mexico has a dry law. So as soon as a hurricane is announced, no alcohol sales. Um yeah. lay Seca. And, um, because people would just be like, ah, hey, hurricane's coming. I'll have a couple of beers while I prep. And then nothing got done. Um, so the, the prep down there was always fill your alcohol stash because they're just going to shut the store, the liquor stores. I mean, they literally lock up the booze. Um, and then usually four or five days after the storm, they'll, they'll sell it. And that's usually the biggest tragedy tragedy because you can't have a hurricane party without booze. um, But, yeah, it would get pretty bad down there. Um, And I I lived at one point, I lived in literally a Mayan house. It had a thatched roof, sticks and then stone on the bottom. Um, And that house was built with one hurricane safe room. So it was all cement top to bottom. Um, And we would move the fridge, the TV and the stove into that room and then leave the doors to the house open because it was better to have it open than have everything rip off because at least the the wind was able to go through and you would just kind of live in the, the cave for a couple of days. But uh, it was interesting down there. Power companies. No I don't want to live in that hut. They don't send the trucks in fixing stuff real fast. But yeah. No. Oh, I was great. You remember that commercial they had for the, um, for the travel company? And the, the woman was like, oh, this looks so beautiful. And then she had the nightmare about the mosquito netting with all the bugs on it. OK, so that was basically um, scorpions would fall out of the roof. You had to sleep with the net on you because scorpions would fall out of the roof and stuff. And when we had the exterminator come, the things that died and fell out of their baby bats. I mean, it was it was you just didn't want to think about it You're like, oh, ah, it's fine. Well, I want to bring up also cert, um, which is uh, were they unavailable tonight? <laughs> Well, they're they're actually the response team. So um, we have a group of local um, volunteers that, if we have a storm and things need to be taken care of, they have ham radios and that sort of thing. Um, um, if if anybody's interested and is good at at not panicking and driving to Orlando at the last minute, like some people, um, anyway, if you guys would anyone would like to volunteer for CERT, they're always looking for team members. Um, and there's also a Facebook group that started, I think, two or three years ago, um, Jupiter Farm Road Rebels. Um, and it's a group of neighbors that have a lot of heavy equipment, that sort of thing. Um, and they got together. So it's on Facebook, Jupiter Farms Road Rebels. Um, and a lot of those guys were getting ready when we I forget which storm was coming. Isaiah, Dorian, Um in case we had a lot of trees down. So if you are inclined and you have chainsaws or can help, it's a great group to join because if we ever do have a storm, those guys, um, and girls. Those guys are, are just willing and able to get out there and get, get some of the roads cleared until everything. Uh, and girls Yo. I'm from New York. So when I say you guys, I mean that collectively it doesn't mean men.
1: There have been storms out here. I have not lived through one, but That uh, swamp buggies were useful, airboats were useful, Mm -hmm. um, canoes, anything with a little trolling motor type of thing. So, I mean, it can definitely get hairy back here. So,
3: Yeah, so that's pretty much all I got. David, do you have any closing remarks, like we should get water? I think
2: you should... Get water. I think you should get food. Yeah, you should get yourself a generator if, if that's something that's possible for you to do. You fuel up your vehicles. Be careful. Take a look at what's outside in your, your yard. Important documents.
1: Prescription medication.
2: This is the real meat and potatoes of the thing. If we had somebody who knew what they were talking about, we would have mentioned that a long time ago. Exactly. Bam. Bingo. Bingo.
0: Well, we've reached the end of another Jupiter Farms Residence podcast. At this time, while the interior area of the Jupiter Farms Park Pavilion is remaining closed, the next Jupiter Farms Residence virtual meeting will be on April 13th at 7 p.m. The virtual waiting room will open at 6.30 on the Zoom. This month, we will get our usual updates from PBSO officers and Sir Wicked supervisors, as well as Jupiter Farms Environmental Council and us Jupiter Farms Residents. This month, there will also be nominations for Ford Board of Director seats that are opened for election this year. So please plan on joining us in the Zoom when it happens. The informational and virtual link will be posted on our social media the week before and sent out in our newsletter and posted online at jupiterfarmsresidence.com. Don't forget, pitch in and lend a hand to help your community with the Jupiter Farms Talkin' Trash, this month, part of the Great American Cleanup for Earth Day. This month is Saturday on April 17th at the Jupiter Farms Pavilion parking lot at 8 a.m. Refreshments, community service hours, and wonderful prizes. So if you can help keep the farms beautiful and clean, many thanks for your support, and we hope to see you there. So there you go. That's a lot of misinformation this month, but luckily you can rewind it and listen to it all over again. Please don't. So <laughs> Or not. Thanks for listening to the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. Be sure you hit that subscribe button so you'll be notified when new episodes release. And please share it with your neighbors and friends. Our thanks to David Charles Guggenheim of Someone Talked Media for your direction and engineering. And most of all, thanks to you, our audience, for streaming and listening to the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. Take care, be safe, and we'll be speaking with you again before long from the farms. So say goodbye, everybody.
2: Bye.
3: Bye. My God, do you hear
0: Molly?
2: Oh, yeah. Molly! No. I thought that
0: was—I thought that was Kristen flicking her bean. So th- let me let me just point out that this was the episode that we took a Nobody month to, to prepare for. <laughs>
2: This has been a production of SomeoneTalkedMedia.com